0: Hey, guys, I'm back. I started recording this earlier. Actually, I got sidetracked. I'm back again. Look, we got some things going on in uh, entertainment news. I said I'll speak on a few different things. One of the things that's out there is Dave Chappelle, his comedy special called The Closer, got some, you know, causing controversy, which is part of the course for Dave Chappelle. His type of comedy does get people you know, talking and this time around, you know, he he made some comments about the trans community and that has people, some people, in particular the trans community in an uproar. And, um, you know, I'm not gonna say one way or the other in terms of whether or not you should be in an uproar or not. I think it's worth taking a look at though. It's on Netflix. I think it's worth at least watching the entire special before making a judgment call. Now, what I'm going to say in, in terms of, like, in the past, as you know, with other comedians, there are just some comedians that push the envelope to the edge, and they sometimes get called out. Sometimes they don't. You know, I, re, you know, not say I remember personally, but days of like comedians like Paul Mooney always was. He's a social activist and always talked about things that people. You know that wasn't comfortable conversation. Uh, Richard Pryor, Red Fox. You know, um, I, re- now I remember Eddie Murphy made some comments in his uh, comedy. I think it's actually on Netflix as well or Hulu, one of those streaming networks. When he did *Delirious*, ooh, honey, and he made a lot of comments about gay people, and that caused some problems. That you know, and that was back in like the late mid. Late '80s, when he made those kind of you know jokes, and some people had you know took issue with it, and then you know um, he had to apologize in his sub uh, up you know his next movie, which was Raw, stand-up comedy show. Um, but since then, I mean, people have you know made jokes about various things that can be seen as uncomfortable. Look at uh, In Living Color. Remember uh, Marlon Wayans and David David Allen Greer? Men on film, men on sports, men on art, men on cooking. Uh, That was nothing but really taking stereotypical gay men behavior and putting it out there for fun, for laughs. Um, The only time I heard that there was any issue with what they were doing was the episode with the Super Bowl. Now that, you know, they kind of went there with, uh, you know, well, a few different jokes. (laughs) They went there and you'd have to watch it to to understand what I mean, but it was regarding the Super Bowl. I'll put it like that. So, but, you know, at that time, that was in the 90s and, you know, it was cutting edge. It was funny. I didn't hear a whole lot of negativity behind it. Now we're in 2021 and I think that... Issues regarding gay or transgender community, it's in particular. I'm going to say the transgender community. It, it gets it, it's a it's a little bit of a harder pill to swallow at this point because of the lack of acceptance. It's still not as widespread as of yet, and it's still a lot of negativity you know people thinking you know poorly about the uh uh, trans community it's still a lot of negativity surrounding them so i guess when you're making jokes around that community of individuals who just want to be accepted and respected uh it it gets a little dicey but again i'm not going to go into more detail about that check out david um dave Chappelle's the closer on netflix and watch again it's an entirety So you can see if you, you know, whether you agree or disagree with the style of comedy and the things that he said. Moving right along in the entertainment news. um, Wendy Williams. So Wendy Williams show. Is going to air October 18th. New episodes. Okay. With that being said. um, She's not returning. They're going to have guest hosts like remember once before she got sick and they had guest hosts on there they're going to do that again they got a you know lineup of guest hosts and we'll see what happens and a lot of people are wondering is wendy going to return i think she is uh, but you know only time will tell now if wendy's health isn't where it needs to be then wendy wendy can stay you know and get all the help that she needs and not just physical health but mental health as well. And that's very important. Now, I also read yesterday, a couple of people want, uh, through some names out there that could potentially, they think could be a replacement for Wendy if she decides to, you know, retire. And one of those names was Tamar Braxton. Now look, uh, I like Tamar. You know i do i think she can be over the top she can be extra she loves to gossip I, at least i think she likes to gossip i will put it like that she likes to talk let's say that but her being the next wendy williams doing what wendy has been doing for over 25 years basically 30 years what wendy has been doing i don't think that tamar is able to do that now you guys let me know in the comments what you think but i just don't Believe that Wendy Williams, and I'm sorry, Tamar Braxton could handle the heat that comes with doing what Wendy does. Now, even though Wendy Williams on television was a calmer or less uh, uh, controversial, if you will, Wendy than on her radio days. Now, if you remember Wendy from the radio days, I used to listen to her on. Her simulcast. And let me tell you this. It was Wendy was on fire. You know, she even wrote the book, Wendy got brings the heat. Wendy is on fire. Wendy was something else. And honey, Wendy would, would go there. And of course, people talked about her like a dog. Of course she got dragged. But she continued to get them ratings and people still called in and people listened. She even got sued a few times, but she still delivered. When she got her television show she brought it down just a little bit it's not quite as it's just not quite as crazy and controversial as it was back in her radio days but it's still she get she'll say some things that'll get people talking you know she will uh, put some opinions out there that'll ruffle some feathers um but I don't think Wendy was affected by what other people said about things that she said about other people. I don't think it bothered her. What bothered her was her personal life that got put on Front Street. That's a different story. Her personal life, in my opinion, is what really started triggering other things going on with her health-wise, and that's also mentally as well. When it came out about you know, her husband, her ex-husband having a mistress. That was, you know, a big deal because the public found out all this detail. Now, although the, there were rumors about him, you know, messing around, it's one thing with people talking about and having rumors. It's another thing when it's putting your face, you know, as a investigative reporter situation. The Daily Mail UK came through and gave details. So then she had to confront the details. And then it became known that the mistress was pregnant, which really sent her over the top. That's when she fainted on, on television. So once all of that happened, and then, you know, she got to go through this public divorce, well, semi-public, because it wasn't like we really got into the trenches of all of the arrangements and whatnot, but she didn't pay him, and she's still paying him, okay? um, So... You know, we, we she goes through the divorce and she comes back and we have COVID happens, you know, the pandemic, all of that goes on in 2020. And uh, so she does some, you know, recordings from her house and she didn't really look well then. I don't know. I just don't know. She just didn't look as put together, as, you know, like she was healthy. Something looked like something was going on. Um, so fast forward to 2021, she's back. Uh, she did take some time off, but then she comes back, and now she's you know her mother dies, and now we have the issue of uh, uh, they said that she had contracted COVID. That issue has been resolved, and now the latest is that you know her grave disease is uh, needs to be controlled, her thyroid issue needs to be controlled, and she's still under doctor's care. Um, so whether or not, you know, I think it'll be controlled, but whether or not she's up to the challenge for the show, I think she will. I think she, I think she will come back. Um, but as for the question about who could potentially replace her, if she decides like, okay, I'm gonna come back for the remainder of this season, but then I'm done. All right. And that's fine. I just don't know who could do it. But then I saw another uh, person posting and they mentioned the name B Scott. Now y'all know B Scott has his, you know, does his tabloid thing. You know, he's a, you know, does his blogging thing and all of that B Scott used to to be a YouTuber. He used to um, be a content creator on YouTube. And then he started doing red carpets and, and, and appearing on different reality shows and stuff like that. And then he had that lawsuit against BET and then he won the lawsuit or well i'm sorry am i using the right pronoun i i think b scott's going by she but anyway just b scott you know very well-known individual i think b scott would be great now i think b scott could handle it i think b scott could handle that purple chair or whatever color chair b scott wants to use i really believe b scott is a great choice let me know what you guys think talk to you later peace